You are listening to the Wisdom with Trish podcast. This is episode 59, Temples, Bodies, and Eternity. Welcome to Wisdom with Trish. I'm Trish. I'm your host. I'm a mom to six kids. I've been married to my sweetheart for 28 years, and I'm a life coach. But most of all, and why we're all here, is I spent 30 years chronic dieting. Yep, most of my life I've spent trying to be in a smaller body. And this podcast is about my journey to turning to God and trusting Him to not diet anymore. I found a path of health and a path of loving the space I take up in the world. And I'm here now to help other women do the same. So I'm so glad you're going to join me on the journey. All right, here we go. Hello, everyone. Right now it's morning time here. So good morning. Don't know what time you're listening, but I have had so many thoughts that I just thought I would jump on and share those thoughts with you today and and make it a podcast. But before I do that, I just want to check in with you a little bit. I'd love to hear about your life. I wish that we could have conversations, but it doesn't work like that. So I'll just tell you about mine. Um, We had a fun thing happen. (laughs) So our restaurant's been pretty like steady and slowly like growing, but very slowly, like just like a little bit line upon line kind of thing. Well, we had something happen. We had some kid, I don't even know who he is, but he posted a TikTok about the Buffalo Spot. That's the name of our restaurant. And I don't think, I think he lives in California because the picture of the Buffalo Spot he posted, I think is from California. But he did this little TikTok about, you know, it's time to go to the Buffalo Spot. And then he shows like our food of what the food looks like. Because we're a franchise, so there's some in California and some in Arizona. Well, that TikTok, it's like not even 10 seconds. That TikTok went viral. And in the last month, we have been so busy because people have seen that TikTok. And we have people coming into our restaurant that said, yeah, I saw the TikTok and then I wanted to try you guys out and so I drove 40 minutes <laughs> to to try it out <laughs> excuse me but yes yeah, so we it's it's kind of blew up our store like and it's fascinating because now we just have different challenges like now we're plenty busy but the pandemic and this ice storms have kind of slowed down our ability to get food in a timely manner, like it's kind of messed up the food chain a little bit of how fast things come in. So we have that challenge of making sure we have enough food to serve the people. And then we don't have help because right now people kind of don't want to work. They are getting a lot of money from unemployment and and the federal government is subsidizing that right now. So if you're unemployed you're make, and you're on unemployment, you're making pretty good money. So 
the people that would be the people we would be hiring aren't really interested in being hired because they're making better money not having employment. So, which is this fascinating, crazy problem to have. So, my husband basically lives at the restaurant because <laughs> they're just so busy. So, but they're all good problems to have. We're just so feeling so blessed that um, this is happening. So it's very exciting for our family and it's very exciting to see things coming together. And my husband has been doing a lot of different marketing and it's kind of like the marketing and then this TikTok all came together at the same time. So you guys, God is so good. If you've been waiting on a miracle, it's coming. Just keep having faith that it's coming. So, all right. So that's kind of what's happening in our life. My boys are playing baseball and life is just really good. And we're really excited that summer's coming and yeah, so life's good. I'm trying to eat as many plants as I can and trying to take good care of myself and I hope you're doing the same. But today I wanted to talk about um, our bodies. And I've really been thinking a lot about how our body is a temple and like what is... What do we mean by that when we say our body is a temple? Um, that's something that we've been told for years. It was the Savior who first told it. He first, we first hear that he uses that term. He says that his body is a temple. He says that first in John. And then we hear that from other sources. You know, you've heard that term before. And so when I've been thinking about just with the last year, how we have not had access to temples, I've been thinking a lot about that, about how I was going to the temple once a week, sometimes twice a week before the pandemic. Um, our family was going through a lot and at the time, and that brought me so much peace and my husband and I had started going together since he was he had left his job and was at the restaurant full time. He had a little bit more um, say over his schedule. So we were scheduling um, once a week trips to the temple. I was doing that by myself before, but it was something that was just really special to me that my husband and I were then doing. And then it all came to a screeching halt. And... The temple, ever since my son, my youngest son, went to school, um, I kind of went through an identity crisis when he went to school, when he was five. So he's 11 now, so that was six years ago. So for the five years up to the pandemic, I had pretty much gone to the temple once a week. It wasn't quite that often while I taught seminary. Seminary was, if you teach seminary... If you don't live in Utah and you teach seminary and it's your calling, it's like having a full-time job. So during that time, I wasn't able to go as often, but it had really been a priority for me for a while to try to go once a week. So when the pandemic happened, I really thought, what am I going to do without my lifeline? Like, how does that work? And like, I was nervous about that. I felt like that was really helping my husband and I going through this huge transition with um, we were relying on the Lord about our restaurant, and then he was going through a time where 
he had left the only job he had known for almost 25 years and he was doing something different. And I just felt like that had been anchoring us as a couple. So it just really felt really crazy that, and now the, I just felt like, and you're going to turn, we're just not going to go to the temple for a year. That that's crazy. So, but now in hindsight, looking back over the past year, one of the reasons I was very panicked was ever since my dad passed away two years ago, I really felt close to him while I was in the temple. So I thought, oh my goodness, I'm not going to be able to feel close to my dad anymore. Like, like I just didn't know what life was going to be like without temple attendance. Well, then this past year, it's been fascinating because our that this is the connection I made this past week and um, listening to Brooke Snow's podcast, she mentions the body and the temple in that podcast. And her words were a little bit, um, she was referring to maybe something a little bit different, but what I, what I was taking in from that was if the, if our body is a temple then God can reside there. God can be there with us. And I'm sure you've had that this experience the last year that you too have had revelation that your home has become a sanctuary for you, that you've still received revelation. You've still had, you've been able to still be anchored to God. And I had never put together that part of why we can do that is because our bodies are temples and God resides in temples <laughs> so he can reside within us. So if, and so I feel like this past year, <coughs> I've actually felt my dad a lot. I felt my dad um, being a part of our lives, rooting us on, helping us. And I absolutely recognize that that is all because of Jesus. <laughs> like Jesus makes all of this possible. But he's pretty clear about our bodies are a temple. And he, I would that is not said lightly. I think that that is a gift, part of the gift. So our body is a gift from God. And the part of the gift is, he's like, and I'm going to give you a temple that you get to walk around with so that I can reside in you. What a beautiful blessing. So... If we take that to another, even a little bit further, so you have a body, we all do, and some of us are so detached from our body. Diet culture has robbed us from the re- having a relationship with our body. Our body, to many of us, is a problem that we have to deal with. Our body is something that some of us would even say is our biggest trial. And if your body is your biggest trial because maybe you live in a wheelchair, you get to say that. But if your body is your biggest trial because it doesn't look like the society's ideal, I think we might need to check ourselves. Because we have this beautiful temple 
which is our body. And it's fascinating to me because I was also thinking about, like, when I live in Dallas, and I love the Dallas Temple, but I've always thought that the outside of the Dallas Temple always looks a little bit like a bathroom, like it's tiled. The temple looks very tiled to me. And that part's just never really been my favorite thing about the Dallas Temple. But I never like think less of the Dallas Temple because the decor is not my favorite. Like, can I offer that same grace to my own body that is also a temple? Like, yeah, maybe not all the parts of this temple is my favorite. There are more beautiful temples in the world. Just like the Dallas Temple. I think there are other temples that are more beautiful than the Dallas Temple, but that doesn't change my very deep love and gratitude and awe of the temple, no matter what it looks like or what it's designed. I remember I, we'd lived in Texas a long time and I'd gone back and I actually went to the Jordan River Temple. That's a temple in Utah. And they have like, so the Dallas Temple is very simple. The rooms are very small it's very, like it's not like you're going to a movie theater like some of the temples it's very it's smaller and so and they have lots of little rooms well so I'm going to the Jordan River Temple and I'm just like the how big the Jordan River Temple was was a little like oh wow like I would even have funny thoughts like maybe the church is more true here because it was more swanky <laughs> than our Dallas Temple our Dallas Temple is very simple and this, this was very grand and big, and it even had an escalator. But, and it was just kind of like, oh, wow, but of course I'm there for two minutes, and then it just feels like the temple to me, of course. So isn't it interesting that we all, our t- bodies are just like temples in the sense that they all are come in different sizes and different shapes, and some are prettier than others, and but what if we offered that same grace and had that same awe, same gratitude, and same um, sense of beauty that we get when we're inside the temple, knowing that that is where we can dwell with God. And we have that power within ourselves. But how many of us, are, of us can sit with ourselves? And be okay with the space we take up in the world, with the body that we were given. I think a lot of times we think things like, what line was I in when he was handing out stuff? I I got in the wrong line. Or we think things like, um, I think this is something we think too, and I want to challenge it. Well, in the next life, I'll be perfect. My celestial body will be perfect. Let's chat about that for a minute. So I was at lunch with some friends and one of my friends who I adore, and I would say that she's a number three. She does not live in a perfect body. She does, you know, she probably would like to lose some weight. Like, I don't know. She's like, you know what I mean? Like she's, she's just somebody who's walking around 
and being in a body that maybe the world would say should be smaller. But she's like wonderful and does not carry that. Like she's one of my, a friend that I just really appreciate the healthy mind she has around her body. And she was sharing a story with us at lunch and telling us about her mother and how her mother has never been okay with my friend's body. So the mother is not okay with the daughter's body. And she's always made comments to her about her body. And um, my friend was sharing about how she says, yes, and my mom has always said things to me. And my mom lives in a very diet mindset. My mom's always on a diet. My mom's always like, my mom tells me things about how she can only eat so much of the avocado because she's counting points. And my mom like just basically lives a life of suffering in her diet mindset. But my mom doesn't know that that's what she's doing. She's thinking that that's how she takes care of herself. She said, but it's very exhausting to me because then she puts those expectations on myself she gives those to me and and says things to me and she said finally one day she stopped and it's been a little better and I said well how why did it stop and she said because I looked at my mom and I said mom what if this body I have right now is my celestial body what if when I'm reunited with my body and my spirit later in my perfect body what if this is my perfect body Are you going to have a problem with me for eternity? I want y'all to think about that for a minute. What if the body you have right now is your celestial body? Let's just sit with that. Yeah. I wonder, I think we think, well, no, it's supposed to be perfect. What if the body you have right now is perfect? Like we have what society tells us is perfect, but what is perfect in God's eyes? We don't know. And what's interesting, I've been thinking a lot about that because I'm thinking, oh, what if this is the body I have for eternity? Wow, okay. Well, do you know what that tells me? I want to be really happy with my eternal body, whatever that, if if this is what it is, I just, I don't want to suffer for eternity thinking my body should be different. I want to love whatever my celestial body is. And if this is the body I have right now is going to be my celestial body, what do I have to do? Because I think some of like one thought I had was, well, wait, what, when I'm in the next life though, I'll have perfect thoughts and I'll have perfect like we won't have like jealousy of other people's bodies and we won't be comparing and we'll like be more like we'll be celestial beings in our minds. And, and I'm thinking, well, are we though? Will we be? Or will I have my same thoughts? Will I get my celestial body and be like, oh crap, are you kidding me? This is what I get? Come on. Come on. There's got to be a mistake. Like is, are those going to be my thoughts? Or will my thought be, oh, I have you back. I've missed you. You are beautiful on earth and you're beautiful today. And I'm so grateful to have you back. Something to think about. 
our bodies are such gifts. And to know that God resides in them when we allow it, beautiful. And then to think that this body you have right now might be your forever body. Maybe that, if you're not sure where your thought work needs to start, maybe that gives you a goal in mind. How can I be okay with this body right now? Because it just might be my forever body. Yeah. I had some beautiful thoughts that were um, shared from, let me pull them up. Um, The Sanctity of the Body is a talk that was given by Susan W. Tanner, the Young Women General President, back in, I think this was 2005. And she had some really beautiful thoughts. She said, this, let me, she says, with the fullness of the gospel on the earth, we are again privileged to know these truths about the body. Joseph Smith taught, we came to this earth that we might have a body and present it pure before God in the celestial kingdom. The great principles of happiness consist in having a body. Let me read that piece again. The great principle of happiness consists in having a body. Does your body bring you happiness? Or have you created your own suffering because of what you feel about your body? Oh, something to think about. She goes on to say, and the devil has no body. And herein is his punishment. So that's what God withheld from him. That's what a gift our bodies are, is that when Satan rebelled, that was the punishment. He would not get a body. Satan learned these same eternal truths about the body, and yet his punishment is that he does not have one. Therefore, he tries to do everything he can to get us to abuse or misuse this precious gift. He has filled the world with lies and deceptions about the body. Right? I'm I'm pausing here. He absolutely has done that. When I talk about the cesspool of murky water that we swim in, when we're trying to fix, change, manipulate our bodies, that's what I'm talking about. The lies and deceptions that he tells. So she goes on to say, he tempts many to defile this great gift of the body through unchastity, immodesty, and self-indulgence and addictions. He did, and then this is what I want you to hear. He seduces some to despise their bodies. Other, he tempts to worship their bodies. In either case, he entices the world to regard the body merely as an object. In the face of so many satanic falsehoods about the body, I want to raise my voice today in support of the sanctity of the body. I testify that the body is a gift to be treated with gratitude and respect. So, she she lays that out really strongly. If you want to read this talk, it's the sanctity of the body and it's um, from the November 2005 Um it's general conference. So it's the general conference edition that comes out in November that came out in November. So 
my thoughts I want to share with you today is this. Let's decide that we are in our forever body. And what do we want to feel about it forever? What do we want to think about it? How do we want to take care of it? I think that when we have a forever, an eternal perspective about our body, that is going to help you have some acceptance today about the body that you have. Now, if your body comes with aches and pains and, and disease and struggle, yes, your body might be a trial. Might, it might be one of your trials here on earth. And that will be made perfect. But when we're just talking, when we're talking about your body and how it looks and the shape and, and all those parts of it, it might just be your forever body. And let's have that eternal perspective about, well, how am I, how am I wanting to feel about this forever? I think it's going to give you some leverage. All right. That's what I have today. I wanted to give you some insights about our body and how it's a temple and how it just might be your forever body. And I actually think it is. I want to share with you a scripture that actually shares with us that it's going to be your same body. And, you know, he tells us things like, there won't be a hair that's lost on your head and, you know, those kinds of things. But have we thought about it's going to be our same body? And let's, let me read it. So it's Doctrine and Covenants 88, verse 28. And it says, they who are of a celestial spirit shall receive the same body, which was a natural body. Even you shall receive your bodies and your glory shall be that glory by which your bodies are quickened. I just think that's so beautiful. And it gives us the opportunity to see our body as a celestial body now. And that it's part of us. And we will be sad when we don't have this body. And there's a time we're going to live without it. And then we're going to be so thrilled to have it back. And I think it's worth doing the thought work in this life to love it here. And not think that, well, I'll love it then. I don't know. I think that we, it's work that we do in this life. And what, are you, what do you have to lose to just go ahead and love it now? However it looks. To go ahead and accept it now. And to be okay with it now. Because you hating it or you deciding that it's wrong... Or you thinking it should change is only causing you suffering. And that suffering can end. That's, and it doesn't end when you change your body. The suffering can end today by choosing, this is my body. And God gave me the perfect body that was intended for me. And my body has gotten me through everything so far and it's going to get me through everything till my last breath. 
and it's part of me. And I love lots of parts of myself, and I'm going to incorporate my body into that love as well. Something to think about, you guys. That's what I have today. Have a great day, have a great day, have a great day. We'll see you next time. A few things before you go. If you have found that you need help on your journey of taking amazing care of yourself and loving the space you take up in the world, please, I would love for you to come join us in my monthly membership coaching program called Breathe. Breathe is a place where like-minded women come together and help one another. I help you by coaching you and then I record that and then other women will watch while you are helped and then you watch other women when they're helped and it's this community where women are helping women and it's so beautiful there's a lot of other perks when you're a breathe member so you receive coaching you get to watch other women be coached and then you also get to have access to any course that I provide so right now there's two courses in the membership one is how to eat plant-based in 30 days without dieting so if you're at the very beginning of your journey that will help you so much now if you're a little bit further along in your journey you will probably love my course that is on self-care and it's a self-care course that you take over six weeks and it's a way for you to come home to yourself and start figuring out what does love feel like for you and this is a course that I usually offer just to a group coaching program but now it's also offered in breathe something else you'll have is you'll have this community of support there'll be a private Facebook group that you can check in with and remember you're gonna be seeing these other women be coached so you will get to be honestly their best friends it will be a wonderful community and you know sometimes when we eat plant-based and we try to leave diet culture it's a little bit lonely so that will be a wonderful support for you the last thing I provide weekly meal plans I'm trying to think of everything I can to make this process of you loving you and you loving the space you take up in the world and you taking amazing care of yourself to have all the tools for that. And one tool to simplify your life is a weekly meal plan with a grocery list. And that will also be available in Breathe. And all of that will be available on an easy app so that you can access it on your phone and you can, um, it can be very user-friendly for you. So come join me in breathe you remember nothing in your life has to change for everything to change and that's the work we do in breathe have you come up for air have you needed help to keep breathing i got you come join us and breathe have you downloaded my free commitment planner okay if you haven't you totally need to it's such an easy way for you to make and keep commitments to yourself and honor those commitments. Go to my Instagram account and in the links in bio, there is an option there to download that for free. Totally go get that. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. 
if you're feeling like you're missing episodes, it's probably because you're not subscribed. So whatever, wherever you listen, you just subscribe and then they will make sure that you don't miss an episode. Also, are you part of my free Facebook group? If you're not, you should be. Come on over, share recipes with us. And it's just a really diet culture free place to um, enjoy being online. And last of all, have you left me a review? Reviews is, are really important because that's how other people find the podcast is through a review. So how, wherever you listen, go ahead and leave me a review there so other people can get the help that they need through the podcast. All right, y'all are the best. Have the best day. See you next time.